weird noise. Hello. Welcome to Nothing Lasts Forever. We got another side story for you. A side story or... So this is Nothing Lasts Forever, the podcast. It's about November Rain, the music video by American rock band Guns N' Roses. Yeah, this is TNR talking GNR. Tara and Robin here. As we often do. Yep. So today, Tara, we are diving into some other topics so but it is in the november rain well yeah you know this is not only in the november rain universe but you know it, it directly it's a direct you know directly about guns and roses and and a lot of other things too so um one of the things i wanted to talk about was last night i was hanging out with a friend and i brought up that it was the uh 32 year anniversary of master of puppets now bear with me here these are like big events in my life so i was like hey you know master of puppets 32 years 1989 um and it was the last album that cliff burton played on before he tragically passed away and for people that don't know these things like myself this is referencing this is that's a metallica metallica album. okay yeah, great so uh cliff burton who's that he was the original bass player and oh, yeah, he, he tragically tragically died um after master of puppets and then they how did, did he die um, I think it was. A, you can't say tragically, tragically I think died. It was and a then bus say, accident. I think. Okay. It was a bus accident, but we didn't really get into it because my friend, you know, I brought up the master of puppets thing and he was, you know, he was like, oh, it's a cliff, you know, what a legend. And then I said, you know, do you know the insane story about how Randy Rhodes died? And for Robin and, and other listeners, Randy Rhodes. I know was who Randy Rhodes Ozzy is. Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player after Black Sabbath. They brought in Randy Rhodes to do the solo stuff. I mean, he his riffs were he was he was an ultimate riff daddy and he died in a really, really insane plane crash. And I I couldn't remember the details of the plane crash. So I, I was pulling up a YouTube. I was just like Googled it in YouTube to try to find the info. And I found this clip. Um, there was like a, a minute long little blurb about how Randy Rhodes died. And the clip was taken from a VH1 you know, rock doc from 2009. I mean, I don't know their rock docs are like shows. I mean, yeah, these, it was back when VH1 would do all these countdown shows. Yeah, they're this, the, this particular one, oh, they were so good. Yeah, and the this one was 100 most shocking moments in music. So this is about, it's like 8.30 at night. Now I go to bed at 9.30 p.m. My friend and I had dinner and, you know, I, I'm like, I wonder if we can find this thing to watch. So I find it on YouTube in full. It was three hours and 14 minutes long. I press play. We sat and watched the whole thing without a break. We Can sat. We give a shout out to YouTube having so much God, the great content, content. The content. For like vintage night stuff mtv and vh1 shit and yeah. i love it behind the musics um dumb countdowns you know rock headbangers rock dogs yeah, yeah it's all there so we we start the 100 most shocking moments in music history uh countdown hosted by chris jericho who robin knows who the remember we bought those self-help I mean, books yeah i'm looking at the book right now it's over there it's called no is a four-letter uh, word i mean i don't by chris really jericho. No. Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho in that is a I don't WWE, really know who he is. He's yeah. a WWE wrestler and he is in a metal band called Vazi, but like they're not good. Uh, okay, so we're watching this countdown and it starts kind of light because they're starting at 100. And Wait, what is light though? You know, it doesn't get too intense in the beginning, but, but, but the still, countdown. What's 100? I can't remember what 100 was, but, but I what remember. was like a light one? You can't remember a light one? A, uh, a light one. Okay, oh, well, this maybe isn't light to some people, but I pretty high on the list was when Nikki Six OD'd on heroin and then was revived. That to me is not a shocking moment. A rock star overdoing on heroin 
and then getting revived by adrenaline to his heart is like not a shocking moment. So my friend and I, as we're watching the countdown unfold, are kind of bouncing off of each other what we think kind of the top 10 will be and what what they would be to me. So for me, these like shocking moments in rock music, um, one of the first things that came to my mind, I mean, there's a million that Guns N' Roses have done, you know, Axel Freakouts, the ride at St. Louis, um, you know, various other things. But th- the biggest one that stuck out to me is was the uh, murder of Dimebag Daryl the, at the Damage Plant show. Like that to me, it affected me greatly when it happened. And it still affects me greatly when I think about it. It wasn't even on the fucking well, list. I just mentioned my guess. I told you my guess for the number one. Yeah, so I asked Robin, what do you think the top three were? And, well, I don't know the top three, but, but I she, figured the number one would be the day the music died, that day that, what, who was in that? Buddy Chuck Holly, Berry, Buddy No, Holly. Chuck Berry was on the list for something else, um, but he wasn't on that plane. Who was it on was that plane? It was a big bopper, Chuck Berry. There's and, like five people, right? And, and they all died in the same plane yes, crash. and I agreed with, I agree with Robin. That was when he and I were bouncing ideas off each it. other. The that plane crash was we were like, that's got to be in the top five, at least that wasn't even well, on the list. That just just gets back to. Yeah. OK, well, it's all like subjective. Obviously, this uh, is VH1 and there's no scientific method to most right, shocking right, thing. It's except all opinion for based. Clickbait. It's like, you know, yeah, it's your so, modern clickbait. So as, as the thing is unfolding, he and I both kind of agree that Kurt Cobain's um, suicide possible murder would be number one. So what what would you say now that I say that that's what we thought it would be? What what do you think the number one most shocking moment in music history would be? I, I just have no context. They're, they're all people dying on this list. I just it's, don't it's, really understand. Yeah, what the yeah. It was okay. I'll list. give you some examples. Aaliyah's plane crash. Yeah, um, sounds like a lot of plane crashes. Um, the James Hetfield burning his hand. So, Michael Jackson's. Uh, trial for molesting children, things oh, like that. Whoa, um, Rick James holding a woman hostage as a sex slave. It, it was stuff like that. Oh, I don't really know. Yeah, they were so. Uh, well, this does remind me, though, of one of my favorite books that I like to reference, favorite bad books that I lo- listen to, which I don't really know the title, but it's Travis Barker's autobiography. That was 100% on the list. And, Pretty high. And the plane crash. Yeah. And someone recommended that book to me because they said it's a really interesting. It's a terrible book. He's kind of an idiot. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. But he has li- li- lived an interesting life. And one thing that's very unique about him is he's a plane crash survivor. Which is very rare. Very rare. There's like not like at any given time in the world, there's like 10 of them. And mm-hmm. so his experience as being a plane crash survivor and the trauma from that and the recovery is like insane. It's survivor's and then, guilt. That's, that's a really, really, mm-hmm. and then how that, um, he was on the plane with DJ AM and they both survived. And then like, but DJ AM eventually OD. Yeah. It, it's like a very, I'm pretty obsessed with that story. So it what is, number was that? So, so it was, it was in the top 20, I believe. And that's, it, I'm glad you brought that up because as that one was um, being talked about, I said that to my friend. I go, you know, plane crash, survive, surviving a plane crash is extremely rare. And uh, not that many people. Yeah. I mean, so there's another plane crash survivor on this there list? There was another. They were both. There were two rock star plane crash survivors. Who's the other it one? Was, the other one was the Leonard Skinner plane crash. Oh, I don't really know about so that one. Ronnie Van Sant was killed in the plane crash, as well as other people on the plane. There was 20 something people on this plane, on the Skinner plane. And, um, uh, most of the people actually survived it. So there were two sur- plane crashes. I mean, this is a rare phenomenon. So, uh, some of my favorites from the list. So 
was when Danzig kind of confronted a guy backstage it, uh, kind of around the time the first Danzig record came out and just gets clocked and knocked out in a one punch hit. Uh, just Danzig hits the ground fast. It's really satisfying. It's extremely satisfying to watch Danzig get knocked out. I can't tell you. I had never seen that video before. It felt so, really good. I should show it to you. So the context of and this that was, that list, was, that was in like though, the 80s. Is like, they all had to have videos that go with them. No, not necessarily. There was not a video. There happened to be a video of the Danzig knockout, but not all of these stories had a video. It was commentary was, or news, news stuff. Yeah. Was Axl Rose and... Kurt Cobain's fight on the list? No, but um, Guns N' Roses and Axl Rose was on the list. Do you want to guess what story it was? Well, was it the James Hetfield thing or the riot? It was the riot. Yeah, it the was riot. the St. Louis we riot. We haven't talked about the riot a lot, which is pretty insane story about how um, there was a riot in mm-hmm. St. Louis and Guns N' Roses is banned from St. Louis or were banned. Axl Rose was Axel arrested Rose, for inciting a riot. He, so Axl Rose refused it. And it. We've talked about how Axl is like a diva and he got more and more like a diva. And there was this, they've both Duff and Slash and everyone talks about in their books that I've read of just the persistent, how Axl just wouldn't come out. He would show up mm-hmm. late and he had this thing where he would just not go on stage and they would push the show back and back and back and it, no one really knew they had no explanation for why axel was doing that it cost them a lot of money they would put all their union workers into overtime they made no money off touring because mm-hmm. of this they um and then eventually they at one show in st louis it started a riot so the fans started ri- oh no nope actually what happened in st he louis threw a fit. he dove he, into the audience so there was someone with a bootleg yeah. camera yeah, taking pictures and he asked and to stop yes the security guard to stop him the security guard didn't and he got mad at the security so he wasn't mad at the audience member he thought that the st louis uh security guards weren't good enough or weren't he doing their job into the fucking crowd and attacked this guy yeah it's, he it's, also it's on video. a couple of times has done a thing where he takes his microphone stand and hits audience members uh-huh. like mm-hmm. in the head like God. pretty fucked up shit it's it's weird because and he he seems pretty like subdued these days i mean he's he's got he's grown up he was in his, he was early tw- he was in his mid-20s at he's this point scrappy mm-hmm. and yeah, he, but he's, he's also brawler. kind of a talks a lot it's very because he but he does both it's very weird you wouldn't want to get in a fight with him but also i think he also talks a lot of shit and he doesn't want to get in a fight with people so that makes sense so the st louis riot was guns and roses you know specifically they cost two hundred thousand dollars of damage to the city of st louis jesus and so that and, they and were 1988 money and they were um on the hook for that and he got arrested later like months later when yep. they went immediately went on tour in europe yep and there was a warrant for his arrest and they landed at um, JFK and he got arrested yeah, off the plane. Yeah, and he was famously wearing an Italian, uh, it was Use Your Illusion era. It was a Use Your Illusion time period because he's wearing a Use Your Illusion long sleeve t-shirt from um, Torino. Torino. So Guns N' Roses was m- briefly mentioned on another one, which was James Hetfield. Yeah. Um, burning his hand badly while doing a co-headlining tour with Guns N' Roses in 1992. And, um, I, you know, I get, I don't, I don't find that terribly shocking. And this was actually kind of high up on the list. And, you know, the guys in Metallica are talking about when that happened, they thought that Metallica was over. And, and the, and the funny thing to me is, so this was a supporting tour, supporting the black album. Maybe Metallica should have been over after that, that album, but, but Robin had some more information on that show and what happened. Like, can well, you, can you tell? Yeah, no, that, that just come. So one of the things this all, and this goes back to their touring, use your illusion. That was a co-headlining tour. Um, and, uh, I think, so 
what happened is James Hetfield exploded is what I like yeah. to say. Yeah, you do. So that would happen. It isn't accurate, but it's a cool way to put it. But but it was a it was a big deal. It was a big trauma. Their pyrotechnics gone wrong, which happened a lot, like yeah, in yeah, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Right? Why was that always fucking happening? I, I don't know. Um, like that what you talked about that great white uh, that is was on the list. That was high up on the list. I think that was in the top five. Oh wow! And mm-hmm. um, and it should be. It was bad. and. Uh, and Michael Jackson exploded at one that point, That wasn't too. on the list. Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire in a Pepsi commercial yeah, was so not on the list. so all these people are they exploding. Keep, they keep lighting themselves on um, fire. And so James Hetfield... Robin, do you know anyone who's ever lit themselves on fire? No, because I don't hang out with WWE wrestlers. I don't know, like amateur wrestlers. I don't know. Not, these are... Well, I'm just saying, it sounds like something... I don't hang out with anyone that like is fucking around with pyrotechnics. Right. So, uh, no, I don't. Yeah. And... Uh, so they were, um, uh, I think Metallica always went on first in the co-headlining tour. So there be these periods and this is when Axel is not coming on stage and not leaving. And, uh, I think Axel also blames it on the rest of the band was just like deep in heroin and alcoholics and da 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 like that. So he was really mad at the other ones and the tensions between the band are just like, growing and growing and they kind of all hated each other and they really hated Axel not coming on stage. So James Hetfield explodes and, <laughs> and it's a big trauma his hand. and they go and, and slash and Duff short. and Izzy, they have to cut their set short. The band, the audience is like, you know, just watch this. Yeah. And so they're in trauma and, and slash and Duff and they both talk about this separately. They were like, this was a moment we were going to show up. We were going to be the band and we we're going to do the right thing. And we we're going to perform for the audience that we're gonna like, get, we the were show gonna, must go on. The show must go on. And we're going to pull this out for Metallica. No, he's, and, and keep in mind, he is seriously injured. Yeah. There's a medical emergency happening and the, and slash and Duff are like, you know, people everyone. paid to be here. Yeah. Let's, let's go out and let's finish this thing. And let's thing. do a good show. Yeah. And let's, the show must go on. Right. And they were ready to do it. And Axel didn't come on. Yeah. He wouldn't do it. And they couldn't get him off stage. So then I think there was a several hours in between. And I think that audience I, I, almost rioted too. Yeah. They got good at like calming down the riots, but they would just bail. I don't even think that Guns N' Roses even went on. I'll have to check about that. But, but it was, that was a key moment that they both mention as part of, like a real big reason why the band broke up. It was, like, is it was a big letdown of like, of this, the end. this is like unecceptable that Axel couldn't make the show like go on. We can't work like with this it, lunatic it, anymore. Not all, and it just made the situation incredibly worse after that. So yeah, that was really a crazy story. And then they didn't go on tour for, and then the tour pause for a little mm-hmm. bit but we were just posting um we released a bonus episode about black crows mm-hmm. and some reddit commenter shout out to that person yeah. put it, pointed out to the fact that uh black crows was almost the they headlining were offered offered to be the third act on that tour or no the opening act uh-huh okay for, yeah of course so they wouldn't, we had like, two co-headliners and Black Crows would open for them. Can you imagine that show? I, I and, it sounds like the coolest fucking show ever. I did, can't imagine that show. Is, we're kind of getting into nineteen ninety two. Black Crows, nineteen ninety two. Black Crows, Metallica. That's uh, it. Guns and Roses. I yeah, mean, like, Roses. what could you imagine going to a gig with those three bands? I know it's really crazy. I did. It's funny because we keep talking about like. Uh, Guns N' Roses versus Nirvana, but then Black Crows are floating around here as like just like the neutral thing that everyone likes. 
No uh, one. They're, they're, they're just harmless. Like there's really nothing to I love guess. and nothing to hate about I the Black them. Crows. I gotta say, I, I, when I bring up the Black Crows to people, because I like them. Robin loves them. I like them. Um, like I, I've said before, I like Southern rock. That people do hate the Black Crows. They think yeah, they're they cheesy and, and and kind of fake and this, this, and that. And then he married a famous actress. So, you know, like, but the, I, I stand I by the fact- I think they're having a revival. There's nothing really to hate about them. They're, they're for the most part, a pretty innocuous And I think they're, they're good musicians and yeah. good music. And the songs are yeah. good. Good karaoke songs. Yeah. Oh, great. And yeah. So shout out to the Black Crows. Yeah, and that we guy on Reddit you. who really appreciated our Black Crows uh, side story. So, so the top so three- what, yeah. So do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So the top three most shocking moments in music history, starting at number three, death of Kurt Cobain. Okay. Number two, I and this never fucking occurred to us, John Lennon assassination. Okay. I, okay. This list like doesn't really like make any any sense to me the in whole my thing mind. Made no yeah. sense. Because number I don't one, really know when it's coming the out. The number or what. one most shocking moment in music history as of 2009. So was the death of Michael Jackson, who died only a few months before this was made. Yeah. So they probably just made it. Yeah. To so I think that I think you're right. They Here's, probably made this thing based on him dying. That's, yeah. Yeah. This is like weird. It's like Starting I consider it as like backwards. a People Magazine editor doing that. It's like yeah. not a real whatever. But what's crazy but, is the things that have happened since. 2009 have been have everything on that list literally pales in comparison to two things I could think of right now the Eagles of Death Metal Botla Khan Massacre and the Ariana Grande Manchester Massacre everything on that list is nothing compared to those things that have happened and we've since had then. A lot of overdoses since then, Prince which is dying. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Tom well, Petty. They yeah. talked about how, how like the past decade has been one of the most deadliest decades in rap music for because of like the fentanyl and the mm-hmm. codeine overdoses uh-huh. there's like we haven't been protecting um rappers in a way like yeah, it's, no, it's, we, it's, we it's, treat it's, we treat drug addicts and we treat drug users as if they're they're fucking criminals it's, the it's, most it's really sad. deadly well just like overdoses are skyrocketing everywhere and we're not doing a good job no. um, preventing them no, and it's been a very deadly decade for the but you know what's really crazy about the guns and roses thing we don't i like don't want to bring this up often They've had multiple people die. They've like killed people at their shows uh-huh. and that wasn't on there. They've had two shows where people have been trampled to death. No, other other tramplings were mentioned. Um, obviously Altamont, which was um, a uh, black man was kind of stomped to death by... Um, yeah, by uh, the Hell's Angels, and then there was a Who concert in San Francisco where eleven people were crushed to death, and nobody told the band until after the gig. The Who went on stage and played their show, not knowing that eleven people in the audience were dead. It's it's pretty insane. Yeah. So pretty dark but I don't know like I, I think that I think that like shocking is really uh subjective to the individual like I I think dime bags well, murder not really being like on there is shocking shocking yeah I mean like it, it was word. it was it was for VH1 the commentators yeah. on this thing so it's like 2009 era comedians that you we've never barely heard of Ooh, but, but there the was thing, one guy yeah, okay there was one familiar face um, the Reverend Ricky Rackman. And there we are, you guys. Full circle. We have one of the stars, one of the key stars of the November Rain music video was on that. Was on that. <laughs> was on you this know what I'll tell you? YouTube video that Tara watched. For three so. and a half hours. <laughs> so it is And a I'll tell you, big universe. His takes were the best takes. Oh, tell me a uh, Reverend take. 
Well, I, I really can't um, quote the Reverend on um, Aaliyah's death, but I'm sure he had a strong opinion on it. Yeah, I'd love to just get a YouTube loop of some, you know, some of his takes. You know what was interesting <laughs> about the Reverend? Um, recently, Adam Carolla got like canceled online. I mean, Good. we we t- we I felt like we when, canceled him early on in the podcast. I know when mm-hmm. I was hearing that or seeing that happen online, I was like, yeah, people got to go listen to our archives. We've already canceled. Yeah, we canceled that guy. We said he was an asshole already, mm-hmm. and um, and, and part of that reason was he edged out our boy, yeah. Ricky. You fuck with Ricky, you're fucking with nothing lasts forever. But now, uh, the Reverend, the Reverend Ricky is one of the remaining, well, he's the only, uh, I, I said on the Ricky episode, he's the only, recon- like, he's the only Loveline host that we recognize. Oh, yeah, Dr. Drew's a and it's piece true. of shit, Adam Kroll is canceled, yeah. yeah, Ricky Rackman is the true host of Loveline, the only, the one and truly, yep. um, so, the only host of Headbangers Ball, everyone else is insignificant, you know, like, Ricky, the is, ball is, coming Ricky back. is a, Ricky is a powerful figure in, in my life. Yep, I can say. I'm, I'm actually in Robin's office right now looking directly at a cat house sticker. Yep. And it's pretty. I like it. Yeah, we love the cat house. Mm-hmm. All right, so there it is. There it is. You have it. That's a, uh, I don't know, like, I guess you guys can brainstorm on what you think is shocking, but, you know. What is shocking is, I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. I did read one little thing before going on that um, the Brock Crows threatened to break up a month before the reunion tour in 2020. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've got their own problems going. Oh, boy. Okay, all so right. see y'all later. Bye. Thank you for listening.